Hello, and welcome to Rise Up Strategies podcast series, Listen Up Local. I'm your host, Adam Smith, and I'm joined today by Jag Guman, one of the owners behind the successful franchise, Freshie. Jag has Freshie stores in two Ottawa locations, one on Laurier next to the University of Ottawa, as well as another at 98 Spark Street. The Freshie stores are based on a common theme of fresh food fast. I sat down with him virtually today to hear what he has to say about his business, how it has changed since COVID-19, and what's next for Freshie. So we are doing a podcast series called Listen Up Local. This series shines a spotlight on local businesses and their owners who have reinvented their businesses to not only survive but thrive amid COVID-19, and who have found ways to give back and support their local community during this time. I thought of you, Jag, not only because of the important work you're doing for first responders during this time, but also because here at Rise of Strategies, all of us are huge fans of Freshies and grateful uh, that you've been open and accepting deliveries. So, Jag, we've talked before on our podcast about the choices business owners face in a crisis situation such as this one. Kind of breaks down to fight or flight. And I was wondering, from your perspective, Jag, you know, what made you choose to fight or flight during COVID-19? Well, Adam, thank you. I think that... Um... Like any true entrepreneur, you've got uh, a business that you're fully invested in with, you know, your life savings and everything. And, uh, and to watch something like this, first of all, I don't think anybody realized how long this might go on or, or you know, how it will affect your business. There were so many question marks, but I think the question came down to, you know, they're allowing us to be open and it's kind of like, okay, what do you do? So we decided to stay open and see what would happen. And um, I'm an owner of two locations. So what ended up happening is we had to make a decision with, you know, looking at the demographics of each location and deciding what we have to do. And, uh, you know, one location we basically had, we were forced to close down. It was located at the University of Ottawa Um, with no students and no activity around. We figured it would be best to just actually let that one be closed and continue our operations through one location, which is only about a five minute walk anyway. So we figured that any foot traffic or any orders that we could get, we would still get through the other location. Like any entrepreneur, I think it's just one of those things where you can't, you look and you decide, uh, do you, do you just um, shut down and walk away or is there something there? And I think with the support of uh, Freshy HQ and everybody, it was a decision that we'll build some programs. Let's come up with ideas on what we can do during this time. And that's exactly what we did is we decided to stay open we came up with new ideas. So we started doing grocery deliveries. We started um, offering things that we didn't offer before to hopefully attract a new customer base because our locations are mainly based on foot traffic. Mm-hmm. So as you can imagine, being downtown Ottawa, oof, a lot of foot traffic just disappeared. Um, I noticed a lot of restaurants, you know, even on the street stayed open. And eventually over a couple of weeks, we saw them all decide to shut down as the volume wasn't there. But for us, uh, we shifted our model and turned it into grocery deliveries and and offering um, bundles and all this kind of stuff. And I, we just felt like uh, we were able to drive some business and keep the doors open. And today we're still open and we, we're, I wouldn't say we're profitable, but um, we are minimizing our losses and uh, we are able to hire two or three people still and uh, grind our way through things. So, you know, that's kind of where we're at. And we're also getting into a little bit of a charity initiative as well, making meals and donating meals. Well, I can't wait to hear about that. So basically what ended up happening is, um, I guess just through, you know, I remember how this came about. We were, we were all sitting on a ton of food and a ton of inventory. 
So you can imagine for a lot of restaurants, uh, all of a sudden you're being told to close and you have all this inventory. And luckily for us, you know, we carry a lot of fresh food, but at the same time, you still have all this fresh food that needs to go somewhere and, and you don't want to just throw it away. So that's where the, the idea was, let's just drop this off to the hospitals and anybody that we could find. I remember we were making these meals and just saying, yeah, we'll donate. We'll just drop them off to uh, corners of uh, Shepherds of Good Hope, where we just took boxes out and gave them away. And, and I know the other location uh, went, just went to the hospital and just decided to throw you know, all like a hundred wraps and just say, look, we've got all this food. We need to get rid of it. Here's a donation to you guys. And from there is where everything just blew up, right? The idea and the concept that donate money to Freshie and we're going to go deliver food to the frontline workers. So I think this all of a sudden started this great, huge movement that was helping restaurants like Freshie, where someone was donating like $10 and that $10 went toward us making a meal for a frontline worker. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just took off. And, um, I know one of the other locations, uh, you know, just took it and ro- rode with it. We, uh, reached out to hospitals as well and found out that, uh, that movement had, uh, had caught on from a lot of other places. And the feedback we were getting was, look, we were getting so much support from the community. Everybody's been dropping off food. If, you know, if you can try to find other people that could use this food. And so we, we kind of, our location shifted more toward um, taking uh, donated money and, and feeding police officers and firemen. Uh, we did some ambulance, uh, some uh, paramedic crews. Um, and then uh, we just started um, working with the Somerset BIA, where we're now helping the food bank by getting addresses of people who need food. And what we're doing is we're offering them uh, like $100 worth of groceries that we can provide of fresh fruit and vegetables. And uh, so every week we, we deliver so many boxes per week to households. Uh, so that's where we're at right now. It's kind of where we stand in regards to how we've shifted our model and how we're doing. So basically we've taken two or three lines of new businesses to generate income for ourselves. And in doing so, we're, you know, uh, someone's generosity of a $10 investment is now helping us, you know, make some money selling food. And we're helping somebody on a front line or someone who needs food, a meal for the day. Right. So. Yeah. Well, it's certainly inspirational to see this, and particularly in the face of all the uncertainty that business owners are confronting right now. Uh, And often it's in these moments of uncertainty where uh, innovation emerges. And what I'm hearing from you, Jag, is you've really kind of grabbed the bull by the horns and have uh, adapted your business, uh, but also uh, through that adaptation and innovation, uh, found uh, new ways of, of supporting community. And it's incredibly admirable uh, to see that. Um, you know, I'm curious though, uh, uh, Jake, moving forward, you know, when we go back to what I'll call the quote unquote uh, normal uh, following the pandemic, uh, whatever that looks like, do you see any of uh, the innovations or, or ways that uh, you've adapted over the past couple of months uh, remaining in place? Uh, do you see how you conduct business uh, changing uh, perhaps permanently once uh, once the pandemic is over? One of the things that we've also been doing during this time that we're building traction toward is I firmly believe that 20, maybe 30% of people don't physically come back to work anymore. Meaning that I think businesses are realizing that maybe we can lower our overhead, get smaller offices and have 30% of the workforce work from home part of the weeks. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, yes, yes. I think people are realizing that the, the Zoom stuff is, you know, technology is working. 
uh, we're forced to test it all out and it seems to be working. A lot of people are really enjoying the fact that I can get up in the morning and not have to worry about getting dressed or doing stuff. I feel more productive in some instances, but some are saying I still need to go to the office once in a while. And I think what we're seeing here is a transition of maybe offices and work workers saying, you know, half the workforce can work from home certain weeks and the other half will come into work and, and switch route, right? So what we're seeing then is as a restaurant owner downtown is we're going to see foot traffic go down. So one of the things that we're working on right now is we've actually been doing um, meal programs with companies where we say, hey, look, uh, we're offering all your employees that are working from home a chance to order freshy. So what we'll do is when you guys are having a meeting, let us know and we'll go deliver food to everybody in your office Fantastic. or or provide them meals or whatever it is, groceries. Great idea. Because I think that's something that we're working on today that will be sort of an, a new line of business because I feel like people will be working from home, right? Yeah. So those are one of the initiatives that I really stood out to me was something that's probably going to continue and that probably is going to become more normal. And I know a lot of the stuff about uh, deliveries and all that stuff are kind of seems like to be the movement going forward now is that people are going to be at home. And I think that's something that's going to stick with us is how do we build our own platform to get food to people, not using third-party apps. <laughs> that's another topic for another topic for another day. Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jake, I, I really mean this. Uh, thanks so much for taking the time out of your extremely busy schedule to talk today. Uh, it's been great to catch up with you. And, you know, uh, I've said this to you before, but the food at Freshie, it's great, quick, easy, delicious. It, it, it has certainly become a staple uh, for, for me and uh, many uh, who work here at uh, Rise Up Strategies. Uh, for those of you who are listening, uh, you can find Jag and his team uh, working hard uh, at their Freshie location at uh, 98 Spark Street. Again, thanks, Jag, and uh, look forward to uh, continuing this conversation and, and watching uh, Freshie's success uh, in the months and, and years ahead. Thanks, Adam. Thanks for having me. Right on.